don't allow it to emotionally destroy you. So you can either suffer or listen to my advice. All right, guys, I'm so ready for this. Does stunt riding scare you? Or maybe you've just been in a recent accident and you just can't get over it mentally. Or maybe there's someone in your life that just keeps telling you that stunt riding is too dangerous and you should be careful. If this is true, then this episode is for you. Today, we're going to be talking about the different types of fear that you may encounter in the sport of Harley stunt riding. And I'm going to give you actual tips and strategies on how to overcome each one so you can get back to progressing again. All right, so before we get into it, I just want to mention that this is an extremely large part of stunt riding, overcoming fears. And it's actually the reason why I love stunt riding because it caused me to focus on growing as a person and growing mentally. And after learning these skills and actually implementing them throughout my life in multiple different situations, even outside of stunt riding, it's literally changed my life. So after this episode, I really want you to think about how you can implement this not only in stunt riding, but also throughout your entire life in different situations. Now, because stunt riding is so fun, sometimes we forget that it's actually a sport and we don't really think to act and treat ourselves like athletes. Now, mental management is necessary in any sport that you're in, but it's really important in extreme sports like stunt riding. So I've compiled a few tips and strategies that I've learned throughout my years of stunt riding um, after reading books after books on this topic and trying to figure out what worked for me and how I overcame things um, to get through those ruts and um, seasons of, of my writing career that were difficult to overcome um, when I was afraid. So you don't have to experience it like I did. This is a really important topic to me because it's something that I really struggled with throughout my writing career as I was learning and growing as a, as a stunt writer because I couldn't find anything on it to relate to because there's nothing in our niche about it and that's why I'm making this today because I would have to read books on um, overcoming fears in gymnastics, mental management in golf. Like, and all these different sports have all these resources and books and, and videos on how to overcome these type of things, but there's nothing for us. So here I am, I'm going to help you guys out. And if this does give you some value, I would love to know how it has helped you or if there's any aha moments along the way. Also, it'd mean a lot to me. If you would share this with anyone that would actually need it and benefit from it as well, because my mission in life is to help other people through this process. With that said, housekeeping out of the way, the three types of fear that are really common within stunt writing is projected fear, irrational fear, and trauma-based fear. Projected fear. This is the type of fear that other people project onto us that isn't necessarily our own fear. So this would typically come from someone like your mom or your girlfriend or someone else that cares about you and doesn't want to see you hurt. 
um, they, they would project their fears and anxiety onto us by saying things like, be careful out there, or don't you think you should think about the kids? Like, maybe you should stop stunt riding. Things like that, they mean well in their heart, but they don't understand how that really mentally affects us. Because we understand that this is a dangerous sport, and we understand that there's risks involved with it, but we do not need to keep that in the forefront of our mind while we're practicing. Now, this projected fear can also come from other people like our friends at the stunt spot. They might see you practicing something new and tell tell you their experience with that trick and how they almost wrecked doing it or something negative along those lines. So I'm going to share a story with you on a time that I experienced a projected fear and how it affected my riding. So it was years ago and Bruce was on a stunt ride and they were at the lot and he was doing a rolling burnout and his front tire washed out. Well, he ended up breaking his pinky and actually fracturing it so badly that they almost amputated his, his right pinky. So um, it was kind of traumatic for him because he had to fly home from it and go to the hospital, get surgery, emergency surgery, and they almost amputated it, all the things. Well, I didn't see it happen. I didn't see the accident happen. There was no video of it. But so I wasn't necessarily scared of rolling burnouts. But he would always tell me, be careful when you practice rolling burnouts. They're really dangerous. Um, Make sure that you are really careful because the front tire could wash out. Just kind of projecting his own fears onto me when it wasn't necessarily there. So in my mind, I thought rolling burnouts were dangerous. I'm not completely oblivious of the risks involved with doing rolling burnouts. I understand there's risks and I understand what he was telling me is coming from his heart, but it's not true for me. I've never experienced that. And even if I did, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen again. And it's not true for him because that was a freak accident. It could never, ever happen again. So when you identify and you're aware that someone is projecting their fears onto you and it may be affecting you, this is what I want you to do. I want you to set boundaries with that person. And it needs to be done the first time they do it. I recommend you saying something along the lines of this, and you could say it in your own words. I understand your concern, but I have full confidence in myself. And it's important to me that you do not project your fears onto me. You could say it in your own words, but I want you to nail these key points in your boundary. This, this statement tells that person that you're not completely delusional to the risks involved with stunt writing. You understand this and you know the risks, you just don't want to have fear because you're going to do it anyways, basically. It also reverses the negative effect that their projected fear may have had on you by saying you have full confidence in yourself, even if you don't necessarily believe it when you say that out loud because they already did the damage. But it kind of rewires your brain to thinking that Yeah, I have full confidence in myself. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then third, it sets the boundary with them. It's it lets them know that you're not going to allow them to say things like that to you anymore. And 
this is going to be a tough, quick conversation with them at first. But once you start saying this to uh, multiple people in your life, it actually does get easier. And they start getting the point. Your mom might say, be careful. And then you tell them, I understand your concern, but I have full confidence in myself. And I'm asking you to please do not project your fears on me. I get it. She might, she might say, yeah, but, uh, and continue. And you just got, have to be firm with her and let her know, like, look, this is important to me. And I really want to learn how to stunt ride. But you can't be saying those things to me because it scares me. And I don't want to be scared of it because I'm not going to stop, mom. You really have to put that boundary up with them because they are going to continuously say it every time you go ride. If Okay, mom, or tell your girlfriend, I'm going to go ride. And your girlfriend's going to say, be careful. Well, we understand we need to be careful. We get, we know that. But now when you're saying it, now I'm scared. It's, it's scaring me. So that is why you need to put the boundaries up. And sometimes they might need more, a little more clarification so they don't think you're insensitive. Okay, so that's projected fear. The next type of fear is irrational fear. Now, this is the type of fear that your own anxiety makes up completely on its own, and it's in your own head. It's all the what-ifs. Irrational fears are completely inflated and exaggerated and the potential outcome is completely overgeneralized. You know logically that you're overgeneralizing this fear and it's irrational. But you still have it. And this is still something that we have to learn to overcome. So one common irrational fear that a lot of people get when they're learning how to stunt ride is when they're learning how to stagger wheelie. Because this puts your body a little further over your handlebars and when you get into position. And their irrational fear is that they're going to go over their handlebars when they come down. Now, this is an irrational fear and because it's over-exaggerated. That will not happen. It's never happened to anyone that they've witnessed. And it's never happened to them. So it's literally their own delusion creating an anxiety and fear in their mind that this might happen. So when there's a irrational fear that comes into your mind, such as my example of learning staggered wheelies. So how do we overcome an irrational fear? First, I want you to remember that just because it's a thought doesn't mean it's true. Just because it's a thought doesn't mean it's true. Now there's something called metacognition that I want you to be aware of. So metacognition refers to the ability to think about and reflect on your own thoughts and kind of acknowledge them and understand them and monitor them and just be aware of them by regulating your own thinking. So how do you use this in, in stunt writing? Don't allow any unwanted thoughts go unchecked in your brain. So by evaluating your thoughts, I want you to redirect your negative ones into positive ones. So when we use our example of stagger wheelies and you get the thought that you're going to go over your handlebars if you start paying attention if you've never noticed this before there's actually a physical change in your body that happens before an irrational fear enters your mind and the physical change would be you start getting anxiety your blood pressure starts rising and you start sweating a little bit and then the thought pops into your head so next time you get an a fear this happens with all fears, actually. 
But next time you get a fear, notice how your body, you know the fear thought is coming because your body like starts heating up. It's crazy. But that's your signal, okay? So when your body starts heating up, as soon as you notice that, you need to have some sort of like mantra or positive thought that reverses that trigger. Okay, so let me be a little more clear. So let's say my fear is to mal- that I might mousetrap this staggered wheelie. I know every time I get into position, that negative thought comes into my head. So I know it's coming. I know it's a trigger. Okay, so you got to be aware of your triggers that trigger these fears. I know it's coming. So I have a mantra in my brain that might say something like this. I will clutch up my wheelie and bring it down smoothly and confidently. I say nothing about mouse tra- trapping. So you don't want to say something like, I will not mouse trap this wheelie. The reason why you don't want to say that is because as soon as you say there's a pink elephant in the room, don't look, your mind sees a pink elephant. That's exactly why I want you to say it in a different way. I will clutch up this wheelie and bring it down smoothly and confidently. Just like in baseball, you don't want to say, don't strike out, bud. You want to say, hit the ball and make a home run. Then your focus is on hitting the ball and making the home run, not striking out. I hope that makes sense. So just a little quick recap. Don't let your thoughts go untracked. And as soon as you feel that anxiety creeping in when there's that trigger, you need to re- intentionally redirect your negative thinking into a positive one. And mantras always helped me. And then eventually you won't need that mantra anymore because you're, you're going to actually, and this is actually science, I'm not making this shit up. You re- rewire your, your neurons in your brain to be linked to the positive thought instead of the negative one. And that anxiety will eventually go away. You just need to make sure you're consistent and you, you do this redirecting um, every single time you encounter that, that trigger. Okay, so now that you kind of got an idea of how to use metacognition and redirecting your negative thoughts into positive thoughts, that'll give you a foundation on how to overcome the next fear because the next fear is a little more complex than the other two. I did this in order so that it'd be like least to greatest. Trauma-based fear. So this can be triggered when you see someone personally get hurt, whether it be a person on a video or a person physically in front of you, or you actually get hurt from stunt riding. I don't really have to explain the obvious reasons why you would have trauma-based fear for these reasons. The first and easiest way to overcome this is stop watching motorcycle accident videos. Unfollow all of those accounts like World Star and Stunt News, all those accounts that share like trigger triggering videos that might cause anxiety and fear into you before you go ride. Unfollow them. Like that's for the birds. Don't follow those accounts because it's just going to put negative thoughts into your brain and it's going to replay in your head before you ride. Okay, so now for the hard part. So that was the easy part of getting rid of that part of trauma-based fear. But when you see someone actually get hurt before your eyes, or you get hurt yourself, or maybe something even as little as a little bit of a whiskey throttle that really scared you, it doesn't have to be something that you physically got hurt by. It could be just anything that happened that you felt like it was out of your control. This is where I want to introduce you into something called 
the refractory period. So before I go into what the refractory period is, I want you to really understand your mind. The stronger an emotional reaction to an event that happens in your life, the more your mind pays attention to it and and pays attention to the cause of it. The moment that your brain pays attention to it, it takes a snapshot and it's called a memory. So long-term memories are actually created by highly emotional events. So if you think back to all your memories that you remember, they're emotional events. So when something happens to you that scares you and you have that emotional feeling after of being afraid, that's called a refractory period. So that period of emotional response after an event that happened in your life, that is a refractory period. Okay, that's the, 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 that's the real trauma, okay? It's not actually the event. It's the real trauma because if you walked away from that event and you didn't bring the motion, emotions with you, it wouldn't continue to hurt you, if that even makes sense. I'm about to go deep here, okay, guys? I love this shit. So most people think that they can't control the emotions. We can actually shorten that emotional response. Okay, so let me give you a little example, okay? Let's say you got a little squirrely and lost control of your wheelie and you came down funny and kind of blipped your throttle and and uh, got a little whiskey throttle. Nothing happened, but it really scared you. So now you're not performing well at the lot and no one saw anything, but it's it's giving you anxiety. And someone asks you, well, what's what's wrong? You know, why are you acting funny? And you're showing, you, you just respond, well, I'm, I'm just not feeling it today. An emotional reaction that's from something that happened 20 minutes ago. Now, if you keep that same emotion for days or weeks, then that becomes a temperament. So you go to the lot a few weeks later and you're still not riding like you used to. You're not progressing as much as you were. You're not clutching up your wheelies as well as you were before this particular event happened. And your friend asks you, what's going on? And you're like, well, had this thing happened to me a few weeks ago and I'm having a long emotional reaction from it or a long refractory period. It's extending and now affecting me today based off something that happened to me weeks ago. So now you're becoming an insecure writer, right? So you go on and this 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 fear lingers now nine months now and now you're, you still haven't nailed down wheelies yet because you're in the back of your head, you have this trauma-based fear that you might get squirrely, you might whiskey throttle. Now you're just a straight up insecure writer and you're acting like it and people get to see it. You're not progressing. Everyone else has now moved on to the balance point and doing tr- other tricks and you're still stuck because you haven't overcame that thing that happened nine months ago. Now you're insecure. you being an insecure writer becomes your personality trait. So people ask, why are you so insecure? Why, why are you so scared of wheelies? Well, this thing happened to me nine months ago and I still haven't got over it. This is why it's important for us to overcome our fears, especially when it's trauma-based fears because these are usually the most powerful ones because it could really affect our progression and our ego and self-image as well. So how do we do that? Well, we have to learn how to shorten our refractory period, shorten our emotional response to that trauma. So when we experience a scary event, our mind will replay that event in our mind over and over again like a reel. But our mind doesn't know the difference between reality and just a thought. 
alone. Every time you rethink that incident, you have the same emotional reaction again. And your body and your and your mind is thinking, I don't want this to happen again. So it's doing anything it can to protect itself. So every time you think about that whiskey throttle, you get high blood pressure, you start sweating, your hands get wet, and you resist even going to the stunt spot. This is just straight up survival mechanism so that we can be heightened and aware so that things don't happen to us again. So this is just like the human response, right? So how do we do this? Um, we have to go back to that metacognition. We need to master our minds. So when something happens that scares you, that is when you take a moment and you, I want you to stop. Stop what you're doing, pull your bike over and, and reflect and take a deep breath. And I want you to breathe in through your nose and breathe out every single negative thought, okay? So you're gonna breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. And you're going to consciously think, I'm breathing out all the negative fears and thoughts out of my body. This is not some guru yoga shit, okay? This really works, okay? So you can either suffer or listen to my advice. So take a deep breath through your nose, fill your entire lungs and your chest and open your chest and breathe out all that negative thoughts, thoughts and feelings. All the way until your lungs are completely decompressed. Next, I recommend you not talking about this event. So there's two different types of events that may occur. One might be pub public and one might just be in your own helmet, okay? So the public one, sometimes just by what we do, videos will go viral. So this has actually happened to me before. And when, a when something happens in public, it's first of all humiliating, but also it goes viral. So you can't escape it. So not only is it replaying in your mind, but it's replaying every time you open your phone. And not only that, everyone's freaking tagging you in it. So what you need to do is either one, stay off your phone. Two, ask people to stop tagging you in it, like friends. I mean, you can't control everyone, but ask friends to stop tagging you in it. Just let them know, hey, look, this is important to me that it doesn't get in my head because I want to keep writing. All right. But if it's not public and no one was around to witness it or they didn't really notice it, then don't go run up and tell your friend, hey, dude, I almost fucking wrecked and whiskey throttled and looped my bike. Like that is all negative talk and it's just going to reinforce that fear into your mind. Okay. They don't need to know about that. And, and this includes repeating that event in your own head. Every time you say it out loud, that's repeating it. And then now you're going to repeat it in your own head. So I want you to understand also that this may never, ever happen again. So like with Bruce and his fear with rolling burnouts, that never happened to him again, you know, but he went on for a few years, not practicing them. Not only that, he projected his fear onto me and I didn't practice them either. So this is a freak accident and it may never happen to you again. So don't just take note of it logically 
make the changes you need to change so that you can avoid that ever happening again, but don't allow it to emotionally destroy you. So if you've been a victim of one of these fears before, just know that there's a way to get around it. And even though it's already happened, you just need to master your mind by using awareness and pushing these thoughts out of your mind. So literally do not allow anything negative cross through your mind. Take a deep breath in your nose and breathe them out. And this is actually where meditation is very helpful and useful. Side note, I would love to make a stunt writing meditation. I know, I'm weird. I'm into that shit though. So if you're down, I'm down. But meditation is super helpful because once you learn how to control your body, then your body is no longer the mind. Because think about what I was saying before, how your anxiety hits first, you get that boost of uh, high blood pressure, and then the negative thought enters your mind. So now your body is telling your mind what to think. Do you see how that works? You need to be telling your body what to do. You tell your body, you are calm, you are confident, and you're going to perform today. These skills, once you master them, like I said before, it's going to connect all the dots in your life and you're going to be, you're going to be confident in all things. Like you think it's easy for me to sit here in front of a camera and a mic and talk all day. <laughs> it is easy for me to talk, but it's not. It's it but I have learned to take a deep breath and breathe out the negatives. And I actually did that before I press record. The things I learned through stunt writing literally goes beyond that this is not just stunt writing this is going to teach you foundational skills for your life that you can be successful and and use in other areas of your life forever anyways i get super passionate (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening and i really hope this helped you out and i'm sorry if you're dealing with any fears or anxieties right now with writing i'm i'm just letting you know don't give up you can do this and with these techniques and strategies, you'll be over, able to overcome them. Just know that it's not just you. Like maybe some people don't talk about it. Um, usually men don't, but everyone goes through it, especially in stunt writing. This is a, a scary sport and you're doing things outside of our comfort. We're doing things outside of our comfort zone all the time. And just know that this is what builds character. This is what makes you become confident because you have to do things that you don't think you could ever do to to gain confidence. You have to earn confidence. You don't just wake up one day and have it. You have to earn it by proving to yourself that you could do hard things and you can. So once again, please comment if this has helped you out at all. I could just literally talk mindset all day. Um, so if this type of content resonates with you, I would love to know because I can push out as many videos as you want. Thanks guys. I'll see you guys in the next one.